Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here and hope that you are having a great week. Of course, it is Wednesday, so it's time for your listener questions. And we have the OG crew here today. Pam and Ricky join me and we get questions about checking in for your Disney cruise for a first time Disney cruiser. What's it like at 75 days when it comes time to log in and Schedule all those port adventures, adult dining experiences, uh, spa appointments. Should you use the DCL Navigator app? Should you use a laptop computer? We give thoughts on that and how to go about that. We also talk about magic bands. Can you use the same magic band at Walt Disney World and Disneyland? We talk about that. We also give some advice comparing the three uh, restaurants at Animal Kingdom, Sanaa, Jico, and Boma for a solo traveler. And we also talk about the differences and similarities between Kona and Ohana over at the Polynesian. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our podcast is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan a magical Disney vacation, whether it's to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney. I'd love to help you plan that trip and get you the best deal possible. But more importantly, make sure it's the most magical vacation ever. Just swing by themagicforless.com today. Fill out that free, no obligation quote. We'll take it from there. We'll make it fun. I promise you that. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It is really, really appreciated. So if you don't mind, bookmark it and use it as often as you can. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the BR Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you this week. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,256 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollin, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. And for all of our Be Our Guest Podcast lizards, I hope you got all the races you wanted yesterday for the Wine and Dine Race Week. I can't believe we're already registering for the new season of Run Disney Events Wine and Dine 2023. That just sounds crazy. But I uh, hope you got those races. Hope you're excited for that upcoming season here in November. But it's just now spring earlier this week. So uh, let's jump in, answer some listener questions. If you bring up basketball, I will find you and I will delete this podcast off your phone. So please don't talk basketball. I'm still in that hurt stage because as a Mizzou fan, I just got to say, my team wasn't supposed to make the tournament, and we did. We overachieved. We had a great season. Coach Gates came from Cleveland State, gave us hope, gave us a season. We sold out so many games. We were not supposed to be a good team. We way overachieved. We had a great season. Then we get into the big dance, and the worst thing for a sports fan is hope. We won the first game. We beat Utah State, and all of a sudden, I thought we were going to win the national championship. And then I'm like, we're playing Princeton. We're playing a bunch of you know, kind of nerds. Like they're super smart. We're playing an Ivy league team. Like we're the sec. We're going to crush these guys. They came out and it was like the movie Hoosiers. I was like, dude, it was the first half wasn't over. I told Pam, let's go to Texas roadhouse. We're done. And so 
We watched it from Texas Roadhouse. We went down in a ball of flames. Princeton was a better team that night. The only saving grace, Kansas lost at the same time. So there you go. That made me happy. And the whole Texas Roadhouse cheered when uh, Arkansas beat Kansas. But that's all the basketball talk. We're done with that. Except for Scott is very happy. Sparty moving on to the weekend. So uh, there we go. Let's just talk Disney, though, because I can't do this. So joining us today, the OG crew, Ricky. From the mouseforless.com. Ricky, what's going on? Happy Wednesday. How's how's motherhood? Happy Wednesday. Uh, motherhood is good. We are uh, just, you know, hanging out here. So that's good. If you hear crying, that that's not me. That was, uh, that was me Saturday <laughs> but, night. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Mike. Uh, but Mike, I, I owe you an apology. Uh, you, you were right about something. Uh, who knew? I usually, uh, usually I mean, I was, <laughs> like I tell my wife, usually am, but go ahead. There you go. All right. So uh, Matt Roseboom, who I thought was the one who created Attractions Magazine, messaged me and it was him and Ricky who started Attractions. I did not realize that Ricky was also a part of it at first. So you're correct. I, Way to go, Mike. I, 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 I know stuff. I mean, you do know stuff. I'm just I'm I'm not used to actually being right about stuff like this. So like I'm like, no, that you can't be right about that. But now you were. So good job, Mike. Way, well, to, way to be right and put me in my place. It's because on the useless <laughs> scale, zero to ten, that's about a ten. So that's usually what the stuff I. It know. is. It so, is about a ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But anyway, well, so hey, good job, Mike. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh man, your, your warms, apology is here. Warms my Wednesday heart to hear a little little good news like that. Oh my gosh, it's so yes. good. I'm going to go celebrate yes. with, a, with a peanut buster parfait tonight or something. I you think. should, right. and uh, probably some Taco Bell. Yeah, so. Both at the same time. Yeah. Just, I mean, just yeah. totally Ooh. destroy the colon Ooh. at the same time. That's not, that's not a good combination <laughs> at the same time. I wouldn't go with that. No. <laughs> All right. Also joining us, who's also a fan of the peanut buster parfait, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, <laughs> Pam Forrester. Pam, I don't know how you feel about the peanut buster parfait, but it is the best item at Dairy Queen. What's going on? <laughs> Agreed. It's a little salty sweet combination, yes. right? Because yeah. the peanuts are yeah. sort of salty. And here's my one complaint, and people will not like me because of this, but I'm willing to share. Okay. I think it's too much chocolate. God, no. I, I, see, I, I, I just, know, I, right? I, I, I know. know. I'm sorry. I know. I'm That's sorry right. for this. Like a lot of chocolate. I don't, I don't really yeah. know. And yeah. I really actually really don't like Dairy Queen that much, too, just because of my dairy issues so that would be but, a problem yes. <laughs> yeah. sort of is but if i were going to indulge um yes that or like the peanut buster barfay or the buster bar i think is a good option too because it's, it's peanut buster barfay littler sort of Little, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and easier to eat while you're driving <laughs> too. so if you're driving through the dairy queen but the yeah. dilly bar is the cheapest thing and it's actually the lowest the in calories yeah that's just i mean dairy queen should it's be sponsored like butterscotch show. right it's butterscotch well no is the, dil the dilly bar like is just chocolate covered ice cream basically like a oh that's shell. it yeah well, it's mean, super the cheap but the butterscotch one might like... be i don't know it's, Paige used to work there that's why i know we scroll yeah. and there's one we go there all the time it's right down the street from us but anyway, by the way, if you're listening live, today's the first day of spring. Of course, you can do your thing on Wednesday. We're recording on Monday. But Dairy yes. Queen's giving out free ice cream cones today. So after ah. the show, head down, grab a free cone, enjoy it Got on us. It. We'll buy you a cone wow. just today, yeah, though, on go. Monday, not just on today. Wednesday. Anyway, so let's jump into the questions. We got a ton of them. And Diana's been waiting for this answer for quite a while. So she says, hey, Mike and friends, hope y'all are doing well. Looks like Mike and Scott had a great time at Walt Disney World recently during the Princess Half Marathon. I enjoyed following along with you guys on Instagram. Last time we spoke during a trip report, I mentioned I'd love to try a Disney cruise. And I'm excited to say my husband and I will be sailing to Alaska on the Wonder this summer on our very first Disney cruise. 
I have some logistical questions I was hoping you could help me out with. A lot of, I know a lot about the parks, but cruising is unexplored waters for me. LOL. I like that. I like what she did there. That was cute. Hang on. <laughs> I just want to make sure the bell worked. Okay, good. The mixer's working. The bell works. Okay, good. You got a bell there, Diana. Put it on. There you go. She says, my first question is about port excursions. I know we can book these 75 days out as first-time cruisers, but I want to make sure I can use the app to book these. I'm reading a lot of suggestions online about booking on a computer. The thing is, we'll actually be in Disney World once our booking window opens up, and I'd rather not bring my laptop for this sort of thing. Can I easily use the NCL Navigator app? Here's the thing. I've never used the app to book anything because I just go right to online to DisneyCruise.com and do everything there because I I just need a full screen when it comes to something like this. Pam, can you use the app for that? I've never tried it. I don't use the app either. I actually only use the computer for this because like you, I feel the same way. And I think sometimes at different times, the, um, the actual you know, the computer website. going old school website yep. works better than the app um, at different times. And I think too, there's going to be things through the app that you're going to want to have, um, you know, access to the full computer. So is there a chance you can take a laptop with you when you're there? Um, since it does open at midnight, I mean, at all, you probably right. won't be in the parks then. Um, but yeah. the other thing is to say is you don't have to do it right then, right when it opens. Oh, no, she's a Disney fan. She's a quiet, <laughs> I know, I know. She's a podcast listener. She's a super fan. Oh, are you kidding me? Like, I mean, 12.02 is too late. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there really isn't. I know that people want to do that because they're looking to get um, certain, you know, certain things and hoping that those are available during the check-in process, but that is an option too. So the, the thing that I was going to suggest is if for some reason you definitely did not want to bring a laptop, you can access the website on your phone. So it, it's not going to be a big screen, um, obviously, but, um, at least that way, if you really, 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 yeah, really that's true. Bring your laptop. You could, yeah. I would, I would at least go with the mobile browser on your phone instead of the app. Um, I also haven't ever used the app to book anything, um, mm -hmm. but I definitely would use the mobile browser version of it if that's possible. Yeah, she says. Uh, if so, I'm assuming the tab will show up on the app when the window opens, right? Because right now, when I look, there's not even an option to see what's available for Port Adventures. Yeah. So when your window opens, what'll happen is it'll show you day by day. It'll say like day one Port Canaveral, or well, not for your case, you're going to Alaska. So it'll just, day one Vancouver, day two, you know, at sea, day three, you know, Ketchikan, or wherever you're going. It'll show you know your day by day itinerary where the ship's going, or if it's at sea or whatever. And then what it'll say, you just click on each day and it'll give you every option. It'll say dining, it'll say port adventures, it'll say spa. And you just go through all those items and basically you just kind of put things in your cart for the day. You build a personal itinerary and you just select, it'll tell you how much everything costs, when it's taking place, how many people in your stateroom are going to select that thing. It's super fun. I mean, a lot of us are going on the podcast cruise are doing this over the last couple of weeks. And like, I mean, I just did it, you know, I did my Palo Brunch on the sea day. You know, that was the sea day. I was under dining. Um, the last day that we're, you know, coming back, there's a, there's an old fashioned tasting that I signed up for. I, I, I know nothing about old fashions. I've had three of them and now I'm paying a hundred bucks to go to a class on old fashions just cause I figured Scott would want to do it. So we're going to learn all about old fashions and probably knock back too many of them. I, I don't know. 
So they just give you these options, right? So you just pick things. And my advice for that is pick things that you think you might want to do because you can always cancel. But once they're gone, they're gone. So select them. And it, it's fun, but I would use a laptop. It's just way easier because you're going to want to see everything because it's going to give you descriptions and pictures and you're going to have this itinerary going, showing day one, especially with seven days. You're going to want to see like, okay, what do I have on day two, day six, you know, to kind of see what your schedule looks like. And on a phone with an app, that's going to be a little bit difficult. So you can, but I would use a big, you know, a laptop so you have more real estate. If you if you possibly could, I, I would try to. Uh, she says, there are other questions about Wi-Fi aboard the ships. I know this is an added cost, and I've heard the service can be spotty. I'm not interested in Wi-Fi for going online or for social media, etc. I just wonder how I can keep in touch with my family back home while I'm away for a week. The idea of not being able to check in once a day makes me a little nervous. What do you suggest we do if we really want to communicate with family back home? Something I thought was maybe using data to connect once we arrive in the ports or perhaps some of the restaurants offer Wi-Fi. Any other suggestions would be helpful and great and appreciated. Thanks so much in advance. Uh, let's see. Well, she says, also, please don't feel like you have to answer this during a live question show. I know it's super long. <laughs> well, there you go. As we appreciate it. <laughs> so here's the thing with Alaska. I mean, you're in the States when you go into the ports, right, Pam? I mean, could you not just use your phone once you're like in Juneau you or Skagway can. or Ketchikan? Or yeah, that's else? true. Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, that's the beauty of an Alaska cruise is that most of your ports will be in America and your phone will work just like it does at home, which is weird to think of because you're so far away, you think that your phone won't work. But yeah, absolutely, it does work there mm -hmm. as well. And um, we, many of us have found, um, you know, if you're going to pay for the uh, Wi-Fi package in your, I know because I have an Apple device, you can use the iMessage during that too. Um, so that's something to think about as well. I will say if you buy the Wi-Fi package, because they gave it to us when I did that like restart media thing on the dream with mm -hmm. Paige and Mallory back then, they gave us the biggest package, right? And I was careful with it. But the thing is, our phones are so set up for background things. Like just, and I try to turn things off and I'm a tech guy. It sucks. So it was so fast. It sucks. So many things in the background, you know, just like updates and things I didn't think to tweak. It goes fast. <laughs> I was like, I should yeah. I wasn't paying for it because, like, but, but then I was gone, like within a day. I mean, I was with two <laughs> teen girls, and they wanted to, you know, post this, post that. But yeah, it was. I'm just telling you. Anyway, so yeah, use it in the ports. I think it'll be fine. Okay, more questions. Matt in the live chat here on Facebook and YouTube. He's on Facebook. Says Magic Bands are they usable in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World? I've been getting this question a lot from my guests. They're different, correct? No. So they are going to, you're going to use your same My Disney Experience account. Um, I mean, the world one is different. It's not, the Disneyland one is not called My Disney Experience, but it's more like the Disneyland app. But you're basically signing in via both. Um, and that is connected to both of them. So you can um, use the same magic band, use it world at land. Cause I haven't been there since they've had magic bands going and I haven't thought about it really yet. I'll, obviously I'll be there next, this time next week, hopefully. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool. the, the thing is, of course you do have to have that, the new version of the magic band. I mean, you can't bring, I do. I have the hot one. Yeah, no, I know. I know you do. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's magic band plus. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I was, yes. I was reiterating the fact that yes, you can't bring like, you know, the, the other version, you have to bring the magic band plus version, but yeah, I, I, 
like like Pam said, I'm pretty sure that it'll still work at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So. Yeah, the, the men in black came to my door looking for that magic band. I was like, uh, what, ma what magic Stop. band? Ricky just told me to go over to Disney Springs. I was just, I was just casually on a Sunday morning eating a breakfast burrito at Earl of Sandwich. And she's like, get like, your butt go out now, go. I was like, okay, I'm buying go, this. Go, go, go. And then, then all of a sudden, Disney hitmen are looking at, you know, give me that thing back. I'm like, nope, I bought it for my 20 bucks. You're not getting that thing back. Well, they're like, well, you can't connect it to your account, sucker. Out we win. Because <laughs> I kept trying. It was like, wouldn't work. Anyway, by the way, Christian's in the live said he says, root for the KSU uh, uh, Wildcats, which if you notice the colors, I just totally did this by accident. But hey, there you go. It's purple and gold today. So you, you should be happy. All right. Diane's in the live chat. Hey, Diane's always here. Appreciate that. She has a question. Soccer, not basketball. We're huge soccer fans. We'll be at Walt Disney World in April during a very big game, European Champions League. What will be our best option for watching the game? I was thinking Rick's, but we're staying at Saratoga Springs. So Disney Springs would be preferable. Thanks. Two options. Yep. City Works. Yep. Splitsville. Yep. Boom. Two good options right Dang there. On. Yeah. Yeah. Two bells. Yeah. Yeah. Two bells for that. Yeah. <laughs> those are the right answers. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Rick's is awesome. Though. I mean, I would definitely, yeah. Rick's will have, all three of those will probably have great atmosphere and they just, I mean, killer food. Like, I mean, just yeah. fried everything and drinks. I mean, <laughs> and I'm sure like people will be saying, I, I just remember because I had never, like, I'm not a big soccer fan, but we were there during World Cup. And this is when ESPN Zone was still on the boardwalk. RIP. I can't believe it took that out for a bake shop. Come on now. It's next the to bake the shop. Board. They've been there a it's long next, time. It's next yeah. to the boardwalk bakery. I don't care if they change the name, but it's still the boardwalk bakery. Now you have two bakeries on the same <laughs> side of the boardwalk. What? Anyway. It is deli now, Mike. I don't it's know what you're It's still a bakery. About. They just change the name. <laughs> Get over it. It sells the same food. I didn't think about that. Also, my post on Twitter. I'm like, you know what? You're right. They have two bakeries next to each other. Dude, give us ESPN back. Back to the point. I went in there. Our good friend Phil Scheingold rented us a table. Because remember, like, during big events, you could rent, like, tables? Like, I, yes. I mean, like you, you had to have, like, a minimum food and drink purchase. You did have to have a minimum, yeah. But you could rent a table, so you got a guaranteed seat. We had a table dead in the center of that place during World Cup. Because I'm not a big soccer fan. That was one of the craziest like fun experiences I ever had. Like there was nobody scoring goals in that game. It was like zero to zero for like 90 minutes. But my God, like people were singing and chanting and cheering and people, every pass people were like losing their minds. It was awesome. Cause there were so many, you know, cause the thing is that's what Walt Disney world's awesome is because people are from all over the planet. And I mean, it was, it was really cool because I'm a sports fan, not a soccer fan, but God, I got into it. I was like, Holy cow. Like, you know, I started calling stuff the pitch. I was like, they're, they're doing great out there on the pitch. I don't call it the pitch. It's a field. You know, I, was, I walked out of that place like a British accent, I think. I was like, I was, half Ted, into it I was Ted Lasso yeah. by the end of that game. I'm telling you, before <laughs> Ted Lasso even happened, I was doing the dance. I was like, oh, oh. oh, my gosh. If you're not watching a video, you just missed out. You did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. And by missing really. out, by missing out, you're lucky. I'm just saying, because that's not scarred into your brain. Okay, Lynn, our good friend out there. Trust me. Go Sparty. I'm still trying to find out how I can make meals for my wife on our Disneyland trip. I read somewhere that even though microwaves aren't standard at the Disneyland hotel, that they can be requested. Not the same as cooking in a villa, but does that sound like something we can do and count on at the Disneyland hotel? Pam, can you request a microwave at Disneyland Hotel? You can request it. Whether you will get it or not yeah, right. is not 
never guaranteed. That's the issue. Um, usually most of the Disney hotels have a um, microwave that can be requested. A microwave or two. I don't know the actual count. I don't know what happens in between each use of the microwave. Um, but it isn't something that I would really feel comfortable counting on 100%. Um, that's, that's the issue with everything like that. So... I wish I had a great um, solution to this, but they're really, it's uh, a challenge for sure. I mean, you'll have access to one, but you just might not have one in your room, but that'd right. be a lot of work. Uh, uh, yeah, it would be. So Justin says, will on live on Facebook, will a magic band plus still work for lightning lane and park entry and shopping? If I don't charge it correct Amundo, it does. It still does almost all of its functionality, even if you don't charge it. The charging stuff just gives you the gives you like the haptic feedback and the lights and all yeah. the fun stuff. But that's that was actually my that, my initial complaint about Magic Man Plus. Like, oh, it's another thing you got to remember to charge. Well, you don't really have to. I mean, if you want to have the fun with it, you do. But I, I'm glad right. that it is still just regular Magic Band if dead. Right, and a battery. The battery lasts for like one, two, three days. I mean, so. It can last a long time too. And plus I like the ability to be able to uh, press on that and see how much it's charged too. So that's kind of cool. All right. Oh, and Dennis uh, jumping in here. One of my good friends who sails Disney Cruise Line all the time. Good Mizzou alum and a friend down in Dallas says you don't always get 5G in Alaska, but you can, can connect easily in most places. So we appreciate that feedback, Dennis, because he, he sails the world with Disney Cruise Line. So he knows. He's an expert. Uh, let's see here. D -d 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 and Allison, with a little feedback here for us, you uh, have to relink your Magic Band Plus to your Disneyland app, but it works fine. There you go. See, mm -hmm. our listeners right there, man. They're helping. Everybody. I love how we help each other out. That's what this is all I about. Know. And, uh, here we go. We got uh, Eeyore underscore Stitches on YouTube says, any tips for first timers to Disneyland Paris? And I want to throw this to Ricky because Ricky just wants to bring up She's been to Disneyland Paris back in her uh, childless days when she was a childless millennial. When I was a childless millennial, yeah, I went to Disneyland Paris. I ain't a childless millennial anymore. Uh, yeah, I went back in 2019 before the world all changed. Uh, but uh, it, um, it's definitely an interesting experience. Um, there are a lot of walkthrough attractions, uh, a lot more than you think there would be. Uh, but um, that's good. Uh, the food options are a little iffy. Uh, I have to admit, they're they're not. It's not like Walt Disney World that they don't have the best food. Um, it can take a while too if you're you know going to quick service restaurants or things like that. Uh, we did have a good meal. Um, at the the bistro remy or what, whatever's the the one that's themed after um that, that's connected to remy's ratatouille adventure um so that that was actually a really good meal um and um let's see what else uh definitely want to make sure that you hit up um big thunder mountain railroad there it's amazing uh there it's a small world is really great as well um as well as now we didn't do phantom manor because it was closed at the time uh and it's one of the things that i wish i if we go back and i'm i'm hoping that we do at some point uh i definitely want to go back just so i can experience phantom manor because it's amazing um from what i hear uh and also um there unfortunately there the, the studios park is 
just okay. I haven't experienced it since they opened up the Marvel section. They were working on the Marvel section. Um, they were just starting to close everything in that section over there. Um, so I'm not entirely sure like how fantastic that is. And I'm, I'm certain that, that they've done just a, a really great job with, with that section over there. Cause I've been to experience it at Disneyland. So I'm, I'm certain that it's really cool over there. Um, definitely want to make sure that if you take um, transportation, uh, transportation can be a little iffy there. Uh, we ended up Ubering the second time we went, it was a much better experience than taking the train. Um, so just keep that in mind too. Um, but it's, I mean, I absolutely enjoyed going to Disneyland Paris. Uh, I'm glad I've done it. Uh, and I think that it's, um, it's, it's simply beautiful. I will just put that part out. Like if you look at the park, you can see that they spent their money on making the entire park just absolutely gorgeous. The details are phenomenal in this park. So if you are really like a detail oriented person and really like, like seeing all of that, you're absolutely going to love this park. So, um, and you definitely want to make sure you check out the dragon underneath the castle. Cause that's really cool too. We, 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 yeah. Diane says, uh, she's, this is her advice. Uh, and a lot of chess is don't waste your money on Chez Remy. Ah, see, see, Diane disagrees with me. Uh, we I mean, actually, that was our, that was our best meal. So I, mean, I don't know what that says, uh, but that's definitely our best meal at, at Disneyland Paris. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's her thought. So Pam real quick. And just, I mean, Pam, Ricky left nothing for like spoilers. I mean, this, she told the whole story there, but you have any advice? <laughs> I think it's important to focus on some of the attractions that are either not at the parks that you're used to attending, like if you go to World and Land, that are not there or are very different, like Ricky said. I mean, Space Mountain is a completely different attraction at Disneyland Paris. So do a little research with that um, and, you know, understand that things are just a little different. Like they feel the same and they're very different at the same time. Their nighttime shows are spectacular. That's definitely worth seeing. Their entertainment's great. Um, and the um, the food's a challenge for a couple of reasons, I think, but hopefully you'll find something that works for you. Diane says that too. She says very long wait for food. I'm out. I'm out. No, just kidding. Because <laughs> I go for the food. Like, it was like an hour for us to wait for a quick service meal. And yeah, that was ridiculously long so okay yeah they gotta fix that okay come on come on france you can do better okay next question it's from delaney who i've been talking to over uh email over the last week great fan I, she's awesome and we've been having great conversations she has a question though she says now i do have a listener question i've always wanted to go to jelly rolls by the way jelly roll is one of my favorite country singers currently he sings a really good song if you listen to country which i've been listening to country so i don't have to listen to sports talk so i don't have to listen to talk about how mizzou lost to princeton so i've been just burying my thoughts in country music it's pretty awesome anyway back to the question my best friend and i are going on a girl's trip in early may we're hoping to go to jelly rolls the hours are 7 p.m to 1 45 a.m the description says it fills up fast and to get there early just curious if you were someone in the BOGP crew has been and what to expect in terms of the wait to get in. Should we expect similar to Trader Sam's where we need to get there before opening to get in line or show up a little later? What would we be able to get a spot? Any info would be helpful. Thanks so much for all you guys do. All the best, Delaney. <clears throat> I went to Jelly Rolls, but the last time I went was 2003. 
So God, that was 20 years ago. Holy God. Oh my gosh. And yes. it, was, <clears throat> it was also cast member night. It was wild oh, in there. I mean, as wild gosh, as Disney sure. can get. Um, and yeah, it was packed, but I don't remember Thanks. having any trouble getting in. I, I don't know what the sitch is right now, but I think you could probably get in. I don't think like you'd have to like line up hours before to get in. I don't think so. It doesn't. I mean, I'm not hearing like people are like, yeah, I'm headed to Jelly Rolls. So, you know, like maybe it was in the back back in the day in 2003. Uh, also, you know, I, I just yeah, I I've been over there, but I haven't I actually haven't been to Jelly Rolls ever. So um, it's like on my list of things to do. But um, I hear it's fun. So I say just go over when you want to head over and I, you should probably be able to get in. But it does still have a cover charge though, right? I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think so. it's yeah. perfect for like a girl's trip. Like that, I mean, that's what it's made. And it's, I mean, obviously it's right there next to the swan and the dolphin. It's great for conventioneers, right? I mean, that's why it's there. So you can come over there with your work friends and right. have a couple yeah. drinks and sing cool. some, you know, sing some Billy Joel songs. Jennifer in the chat just says they went to Jelly Rolls in October. She said, go early to get a table on the floor, but you'll find a seat anytime. So yeah, I guess if you really like want to get in on the action, then yeah, you probably should go. But don't have too many drinks or you will end up on the floor so Yikes. be careful pam if you got you got a jelly rolls right i mean it's, it's a hoot, hoot i have. have but it has been a while too it has and it, it has not been um since covid really um so i don't know what it's like at that point in time but i'm glad that it's open again because yeah. i know a lot of people really enjoyed it um but yeah it, it is fun it's a fun night um you know, bring some cash for tips. How about that? Oh, yeah. um, because that's how you get your song. That's right. That yeah, you as a want. DJ, that's right. You write your request on a $10 bill, man. It's going to get played. For sure. So, yeah, have a good time. We should go there for the pod when we're down for the podcast cruise. That'd be fun. That'd oh, be my gosh. Time. Yeah. We're, it'd be crazy. I could sing some songs. Play some con <laughs> we got both kinds it, of music in here. Country, country and Western. songs. Well, no, you sing with them. I mean, they play. Well, yeah, I know that, but you know, yeah. No, it's not I mean, you like getting up on stage. Mike's gonna grab the mic. No, I know that's what I'm picturing. He's not gonna be like, "Let's you, go." Here's some Garth Brooks for okay, you. Look at this three, this three shot here on our video. Who's got the biggest microphone right here? The gigando mic. Wow. I sit here some days and just talking to this thing, and I'm not even recording. I just like <laughs> Mr. Mike. Like when I was three, I got Mr. Microphone because I'm old. <clears throat> anyway, next question. Alexa oh, oh, has a question. Oh, no. It's going off. Sorry. Uh, A-L-E-X-A in St. Louis has a question. Actually, she's in Houston, but formerly St. Louis. <laughs> there it goes. I knew that was going to happen. Hey, Mike and BOGP crew. I heard she, she it's probably not even her name. She's probably just trolling me with that. But maybe it is. I know it is because I booked trips for her. Anyway, it'd be, otherwise, it's a really long con. Uh, I hope you all had a great weekend. As a Boilermaker grad, let's not even discuss March Madness. But... Glad the Spartans are still representing the Big Ten. Yeah, so at least my team didn't lose to a 16. My team lost to a 15, so there you go. I, we will not talk basketball again. Anyway, I have a question for y'all. I've never been to the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I'm headed down on a solo trip in September. Thanks, Mike, for helping me plan. Thank you. And plan on going there on a non-park day to explore. I hear amazing things about Sanaa, Jiko, and Boma, but I'm not sure the differences between them in terms of cuisine, value, best meals to go to to each four upscaleness, etc. Could y'all break down the three and share tips or thoughts on each and how they're different? Thanks so much. <laughs> I almost said it again. She's down in Houston by way of St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying it. L-E-X-A. 
Okay. So Pam, real quick, because if I give this to Ricky, it's going to be a 30 minute dissertation on Disneyland Paris. Hush! <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> this may be nervous because it's like a multi-part question. Right. Sanajiko and Boma. So summarize, okay, so. like, the, 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 like make a triple Venn diagram here for her in teacher terms. <laughs> and show where things exactly. are Yes. So Jiko is going to be your signature restaurant. It is the most pricey and the most fancy and probably has arguably the best food there of all the choices. But it depends on if that's the kind of night that you want to do. Um, Boma is actually the buffet restaurant there. So you're going to see... Um, a lot of different options for you. You can check out the price at, um, you know, on the Disney menu site or on the Mouse for Less there. And lots of different choices there for all different, you know, all different kinds of palettes, whether you're a picky eater or not, you'll find something that you like. So not is a table service restaurant, not buffet, but it's not a signature restaurant. And again, all three of these different restaurants are going to have sort of African inspired food, food um, that that seems like it would come from the Animal Kingdom Lodge, right? And what that typically means is maybe a few different spices than you're um, usually used to at home, a few different dishes or chicken prepared a little differently or beef prepared a little differently. But I haven't found the food to be overly spicy. When we say different spices, we're looking at the different herbs and spices that is typical for food prepared in that part of the world. And all three are great for different reasons. So um, just check them out and it depends on what you're looking for. So is, solo, is that concise enough? That was good. And as a solo <laughs> traveler, just I would lean towards Sanaa or Boma. Just because Sanaa, you're going to have... Not as great of an expense with the meal. You're going to get great cuisine. Plus, if you go during daylight hours, you can kind of watch, ask for a table near the windows. You can see the animals. That's kind of entertainment. Boma, you know, you're, there's a lot of energy in there. You know, as a solo person, you're up at the buffet. You're going to destroy the chowder. The chowder is awesome at that place and all the other good stuff. You 12,000 zebra domes at the end. Um, but what I, that's, I mean, but I mean, if you're a real signature person, go for Jico too. It's nice. I, had the, I remember we went, I had that bird nest. I still remember that, the bird nest dessert. I was like, I'm eating dessert, a bird nest, yeah. and it's glorious. It was so good. Yeah, yeah good but, I mean, food, Definitely sure. go early and explore the lodge. I mean, go like two hours early. Or, you know, after mm -hmm. your meal, you know, eat your meal yeah. and hang out. You know, sit on a couch, but don't get rowdy. Because one night, we were talking it about this volume, and, and just we said like three <laughs> jokes. And, I mean, they called like Disney security on us. Like, you guys need to pipe down. It was like 930. This lady, I'm like, dude, we're sitting here talking. <laughs> It was like the fun totally place. You remember that? that? It was like the fun place. Like we were yes. not even loud. No, I'm. It was just like, dude, I don't think you know who you're talking to because <laughs> this is us on like level two. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. we go all the way up to level ten. It was so. It was one of the oddest experiences I have ever had at Walt Disney World. Like someone must have said something about us. Yeah, like those people are—they're happy. Like we—we we can't have happiness. You're too happy. Tell them to simmer down. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Like, dude, I'm just sitting here. I'm eating some, you know, zebra domes out of the Mara. You know, my little cold little four pack. I'm with my friends. I never get to see them. I'm catching up. Okay, fine. We're we'll sitting leave. in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, I mean, it's like it wasn't like midnight. It was like. 8 30 9 o'clock i mean come it's on it's not like we had taken our chairs and moved them up to outside of someone's door and yeah, it was the weirdest ourselves. thing I, I still remember that i was like i never get in trouble for stuff like this man i was like freaked out I, 
All right, next question is from Caitlin in Washington. Hey, Mike, Scott, Ricky, and Pam. I'm missing my trip to Hawaii and looking at options for Hawaii like meals while at Walt Disney World. I was wondering if there's any suggestions on Kona Cafe versus Ohana as a sit-down option. I'm looking at what restaurants to make ADRs. I've heard really good things about Ohana, and the idea of a character breakfast is appealing. Or finishing dinner and watching the fireworks, as other guests have mentioned. However, Kona Cafe menu sounds comparable, if not better. My other ask is Space 220. Is it worth the money? My husband really likes space, but I've heard the food is subpar. This will be a surprise ADR for him, but he's also money conscious, which I also call smart. Uh, That was just me. Thank you for all your time you put into the podcast and helping to educate listeners like me so we can have magical trips. Caitlin's up in Washington. Okay, so let's, I like this. Again, this is a double diagram here. I feel like I'm back in teaching. Ohana, Kona, Ricky, you have two minutes. I, no, 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 I, I got this. Okay, good. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay, here's what I'm gonna say. Mike's putting you on a time. He is. Because like, we started late. We started. It's all my fault. Yeah. It's nobody else's fault. Come on, Taco Bell. Let's go. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna suggest. I'm gonna suggest Ohana for breakfast. I agree. Because they mentioned that they want. It. They like the idea of the character meal, and you know, I, I lately the dinner I've heard iffy things about. So Even though, I haven't... Scott just had it recently, like in the last month or so, and he loved it. He was cold on okay. it before that, but he loved it the last time recently. All right. That's good to know. That's good to know. But I've heard iffy things lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say go for breakfast at Ohana, go for lunch or dinner at Kona, even though it look, even though Kona is absolutely one of my favorite places to go for breakfast. I mean, the macadamia nut pineapple pancakes are like my everything. Um, but, uh, you know, I know everybody else loves Tonga toast, but I'm all about those pancakes. So, you know, that's an option for you. But I think their dinner and their lunch options are way better at Kona. So breakfast, if you really want to do both breakfast, Ohana, Kona for lunch or dinner. I do. See, really, I made it No, that's good. I really do enjoy the, the breakfast meal at Ohana. I think that's right. And I love Kona. Like give me Kona any day yeah. of the week, breakfast, lunch or dinner. I no, like absolutely. the atmosphere there. It's so casual. And it's cheaper. Well, Pan- I mean, go ahead. They updated it, so I haven't been since they updated the, the actual restaurant. So oh, I haven't been either since they. That's just in the last six months. <clears throat> but I yeah. mean, pre that. I've loved, so Pam, any other thoughts on Ohana versus um, Kona? <laughs> I think that that was the right choice. I think Ricky did a good job with that. So what do you say to the Space Two Twenty question? So here's what I say because we just did this actually when we were there recently. Um, we did, we were managed to get a space 220 lounge reservation. And so that lets you order from the lounge menu and also a la carte from the other, um, from the menu that's available at the full restaurant. And the reason why that was preferable to us is that we didn't want the prefix menu. We might've wanted a couple things from the prefix menu, but that wasn't what we were looking for. We were looking to pick and choose. And therefore we got to experience both the atmosphere there at Space 220, the, um, and just, it's a fun theme. It really is, it's a fun experience. I think it's definitely worth doing. Um, and then we got to choose, pick and choose what we wanted to make sure you go ahead and check out the lounge menu, but we found the food to be pretty good and hopefully you will too. Yeah. That's my thing is like, if you've never been, it's totally worth it. It's dinner and a show. It's an experience. It's not just a meal. It's an experience. It's like going to hoop de doo or something like that. Right. It's a premium because you're getting 
to go up the, you know, the space elevator. You're getting this whole experience. The food is, I thought the food was good too, but I mean, I'm not a good judge of food. Like, I mean, I eat Taco Bell three times a week. Like, and I'm happy as a lamb. Like, it's totally fine with me. So, you know, the Michelin's not calling me to rate stuff, but I'm just saying, like, I think everybody needs to do it at least once. Now, whether you need to do it every trip, I don't think you do, because I think once you have the experience, you kind of know what to expect. You've seen it. Like, I think it'd be fun to take somebody that's never been like, it'd be good to go back. Like if I go back with somebody that's never gone there, I'd love to go do it with them, you know, and see it through their mm-hmm. eyes. And I'll go mm-hmm. back like once every few years, you know, every couple of years, but I don't need to go every trip, like every race weekend or something. There's <clears throat> just too many other places to right. eat. But yeah, I would definitely do it. I think, I think you're, I think you'd be fine with it. I think you both enjoy it. All right. Last question of the day. It's from Sarah. She says, Aloha from Hawaii. My name is Sarah, and my Ohana and I are traveling to Disney World for the first time. I started listening to the BR Guest podcast since last year and loved the show. As informational as it is, fun and inviting. Well, thank you so much. That's very kind. We are a family that love going to Disneyland and how close everything is, so we're a bit nervous about how big Walt Disney World is. We'll be staying at Disney's Animal Kingdom Village, uh, Animal Kingdom Villas Jumbo House. We'll be there May 23rd and leave on May 29th. We're starting off with the Magic Kingdom on May 24th, then Epcot, Hollywood Studios, then Animal Kingdom each day after that. We have a free day on Sunday. Any tips on transportation, parks, new things that'll be happening or things to do during that time period? Also, any tips on Genie Plus would be greatly appreciated as we haven't used it before. In general, any tips to make the most of our trip and have it go smoothly as possible? Keep up the great work you guys are doing on the podcast. Mahalo, Sarah. I love it. how fancy is that? And listening over in Hawaii. By the way, my wife wants to come visit you, Sarah. She really wants to go to Hawaii. We're going to make it happen. That's I, I'm working on it currently. I am looking at all kinds ah, of. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've even looked at the Pride of later. America that Pam knows. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I know. Uh, I did close. We're, we're close. Anyway, so back to Sarah, not me. So I get it, right? Disneyland, this is what I love. And I thought the. For a decade or more, I was like, I'm going to hate Disneyland because it's so small. And it's like in the city. I can see McDonald's from Disneyland. I hate it. And I hadn't even been there. You guys know how much I love Disneyland. I fell in love. Yep. I'm like, I, I just want to hug the whole place. Like, I didn't, I did not want to leave. I stood at the gates like, please don't make me leave Disneyland. It's so perfect. And I can't wait to go back next week. But I get it. Like, everything is so compact. Like, you can just... I'm going to ride this. Okay, well, five minutes, I'll be there. Doesn't matter where you are. Five minutes, I'll be there. Walt Disney World is gigantic, but it's it's the glory of size. And here's the thing. Transportation is half the fun. Like, it's fun to take a boat, a Skyliner, a monorail. Even the buses are fun. For somebody like me that's from the, you know, drives everywhere. I never ride public transportation. It's fun. So just build that in and kind of make that part of the adventure. May is a good time because it won't be super busy. You'll be there before Memorial Day and kind of at the beginning of Memorial Day. But tips, Pam, give a couple tips. Ricky, give a couple tips and we'll uh, call it a day. I Again, like I said with Disneyland Paris, I think it's important to focus on attractions that are not at World. Believe it or not, um, although Disneyland is smaller, um, Disneyland Park proper is smaller than the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. It has way more attractions. Um, so think about that. Um, also, just I think enjoy all the things that are different there. Um, I actually really like the food at Disneyland. I think it's very, it's different than Disney World. In many ways, it has more variety and and it's better. So make sure you try some of those. I'll give you one to try that I think is, um, you know, 
I think that so much of the food is good, but I like Rancho Del Zocala, which I know that Mike liked Dude, as I well. I love the cinnamon twist there. I'm bringing some home because I didn't bring them home last time. I'm bringing like three bags. <laughs> I know. Um, it's it, it's important for that. And I think Bengal barbecue with the bacon wrapped asparagus is important to try. Um, just saying there's some good stuff there. Um, I also really make sure that you plan on having a couple days in Disneyland Park to experience both of the nighttime spectacular. Well, no, she's going, she's going to going World up. for the first time. She's, she goes to Disneyland all the time, but she needs tips oh, for sorry. World. Oh, sorry. No, it's opposites. But no, oh. I'm just, I like to hearing you talk about Rancho <laughs> okay. Del Zocalo because that oh, place Oh, sorry, rocks. sorry, sorry. All right. It's the ultimate. So then That's I'm like going for, back. For somebody that loves Disneyland and a Mexican <laughs> restaurant, that is like my Mecca. I, I, so when I'm there for the media event, Pam, if like I miss an event, just look for me at Rancho Del Zocalo. That's where I'll be. Go ahead. But sorry, go ahead. I got no, that's totally okay. Because I just, I was drooling and I couldn't speak. So no, speaker, so she's world, talking about the size of world. She's just worried about it and okay, like tips yeah. for that. All right. So I think it's true. I think one of the things that um, is important to do if you're a Disneyland person to go into Disney World is realize that <laughs> the parks are not within walking distance. So while transportation is really fun, it will take a while to get yes. from park to park. But I still think park hopping is really worth it, especially because you're going to want to look at the park operating hours. Um, at World, they can vastly differ between the parks. So if you're spending the day for, a, let's say, at Animal Kingdom, you may find that the park opens uh, earlier, but also then closes earlier. And that gives you an opportunity to hop to one of the other parks and um, get to see those nighttime shows or just to experience that, the parks at night. The other thing is there's way more dining options at Walt Disney World. That's my, one of my complaints with Disneyland. There's just not that many dining options. And while I think the food's better, if you want to plan some sit-down meals, you'll have a lot of things from which to choose. So make sure you check out those menus, find things to fit in your day and do that. And finally, um, I think that the Genie Plus is... A little more challenging to figure out at World than Land, because just because of your vast number of attractions that you have to choose from. Mm -hmm. Make a list of things that are really important for you to see, and then work from that. Plus, at Disneyland, you can still add it to your package pre-trip, which is such a Absolutely. bonus. God, it's so great because it's just done. Like, you know, if you're going to Disneyland, add it. It's just build it into the price of the trip, and you're gonna love it. Okay, uh, Ricky, last last thoughts. Um, you know, I think you guys got a lot of it. Um, it is it is so vastly different, obviously. Um, I think they have a good plan of hitting, you know, one park each day um, and, and going with that. Um, I think that they, kind of like what Pam was saying, focus on the attractions that, that maybe they do have at Walt Disney World that they don't have at Disneyland. Uh, I think that's going to be a key and granted there are a lot more attractions that they have at Walt Disney World that aren't at Disneyland that aren't at Disneyland but um you know I think that that's going to be a good way to experience the park and then that way anything else is kind of gravy so you can you can hit those things that are still at Disneyland and, and still enjoy them um but yeah that's going to be my biggest tip there um don't skimp out on Animal Kingdom um I know a lot of people do. I'm one of them a lot of times, but really it is such a unique park uh, that I think you're going to enjoy. It's very different um, than anything you'll see at, <laughs> at Disneyland, 100% different than anything you'd ever see there. Uh, so I think that that's going to be a big, um, big thing too, is just enjoy experiencing Animal Kingdom because it's, it's totally different.
Yeah, I think, I think you have a blast. And <clears throat> the biggest thing I could say, like the final tip, you're not going to see it all. Even though you're going to be there quite a no. while, you're not going to see it all. So don't just go in and say, just whatever we get done, we get done. I'm going to enjoy everything I get to do and just have a blast. And just really, you're yeah. going to love it. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be different, but it's going to be fun. Because <laughs> like the opposite of what I had in July when I went to Disneyland, it was just fun. Everything. Everything was new. But kind of the same. It felt comfortable. Yeah. So that's how it's going to be for you. Okay. Thanks for listening out in Hawaii. Thanks for listening wherever you're tuned in today. We appreciate it so very much. Don't forget, our shows are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan that next Disneyland trip or Walt Disney World. It's great discounts right now for World. You can still get that dine, uh, stay, play, and dine card uh, offer there with select packages. You can also get a room discount if you got a Disney Visa. Like, I got a Millennium Falcon on my card. It looks awesome. People always say, oh, that card's awesome. I'm like, I know, right? It helps me save money on my Disney trips. Like, you go to Disney? I'm like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I, I know. I Brian has the Darth Vader one, and, and he gets so many compliments on I that know. card, too. I, <laughs> so, yeah. Dairy Queen. I go, the people at Dairy there's a dude at Dairy Queen. I don't know if like he just like he was like like Dory or something from like Finding Nemo, but every time I give him the card, like on Friday night, dude, I love your card. I'm like, dude, I come here and get a peanut butter parfait every Friday every, night. Every and week. It's the same card yep. every week. Dude. I love your card. I'm like, I, I know, I know, dude, because you tell me that at <laughs> the same time every week. It's it's like, or do you not know that it's me? And I get the same thing, peanut butter parfait <laughs> and a Reese's Blizzard for my wife. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, back to the ad. <clears throat> we are going to help you plan an amazing Disney vacation. That's what we do every day. You want to sail with Disney Cruise Line? We'll get you great onboard credit. And it's fun sailing all those ships, the fantasy, the wish, the the wonder, the magic. Which one I leave out? The dream. I'm like, I know, missing one. Uh, but we want to help you get out there and have a good time with Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland Adventures by Disney. We just want to help you see the world and have a great time making those memories because that's what it's all about. We'll always get you the best price possible, but more importantly, we want you to have the best time ever with those you travel with. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the show. You make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. We're talking amazing race this week. How I want to be on this show. It's one of my things. If I could do, there's, there's a few things I still want to really, 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 really do in life. And if I could just, one of those things at the top of my bucket list would be to be a contestant on the amazing race. I don't have to win. Oh, well, Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. I'm going to talk all about it. Okay. Also. Follow us on the social media at Ricky Nibs for Ricky, at TMFLT Pam for Pam, at BR Guest Mike for me, Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to talk to you this week. And join us this Sunday night, Facebook and YouTube, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll take your calls. We had a great show this past Sunday night. We have a lot, good time talking Disney. And of course, we'll be back again on Friday, and we're talking Walt Disney World food. So come hungry, or just be, be careful if you're running or working out, because we're going to talk some new eats all around Walt Disney World on Friday shows, so be ready. So until then, for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.